the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online. RobBlackShow.com. A little bit of a shortened week with a holiday Monday off. Wall Street it continues to sludge a little bit higher. Maybe last week we were a little bit more sideways. Maybe we just it seems like even on the, the bad days now, they're more sideways. A lot of stimulus is being built in, but there's also some winners out there. We are getting through earnings season, and we see that you know Netflix is poised for another good quarter ahead of itself. ConAgra Brands, who does packaged food. Take-Two Interactive Software said more revenue coming in a growing fashion, as did Western Digital. Then you get into the second half of the year, which we're moving in towards. I was reading some reports out of on 5G. Some analysts think the big winner is going to be Verizon. It's going to be interesting because there's there two or three different ways of playing it. Where you can go the uh, semiconductor way, you can go the, the services way. Um, but the different technologies you're investing in, there's kind of a shorter one, which is great for um, everyone in a, a movie theater or everyone in a, a arena to be on the internet all at the same time, which is one of the things that people want right now. Uh, sports teams want younger people to come to the arenas. Before COVID happened, there was a dying interest in actually being there. So the, the arenas and stadiums that got it right typically had more interactive things for millennials to do on their phones. It seems an oversimplification, but 5G is going to cut latency. It's going to boost connectivity. It's going to increase speeds. Some rural homes will be able to get better internet through a fixed location because they're not moving around. Um, so some of the like some of the technology is going to work really well in dense areas. Some of it's going to work really well in rural areas. But it's the it's the company that's going to hodgepodge it. And what's happening right now is none of the big companies, AT and T, Verizon, or Sprint, PCS, T Mobile combo, no one's really coming out saying we're increasing our spending, but we're not cutting it. But they're starting to put new equipment in. So you're going to start hearing stories about that. And again, yeah, short term, we know who some of the winners are going to be because we just got through earnings seasons. And they're the ones who told us we're not going out of business. Next quarter looks better than this quarter. Um, so I've started compiling some of those names uh, just so we can talk about them on air. Uh, first time unemployment claims were still pretty high, but the continuing claims saw a significant drop. Not a significant drop. It, it, it saw a drop, and we're like, woohoo, the job numbers are getting better. People are going back to work. And again, is 2020 going to be the year that just tore America apart, those that were shut-ins and those that wanted uh, freedom to come out of the home? You know, the my constitution protects my health. My constitution protects my right to go out in public. I This is going to be one of those years. Twitter and Facebook 
are under the president's microscope right now. He's mad at him. Uh, he got caught with a poorly fact-checked tweet. Jack Dorsey labeled it a poorly fact-checked tweet. Um, and freedom of speech and political conversation and uh, innuendo, I don't know. I, I, I'd say I'm going to let the court settle that, but that may, be a, that may piss someone off. Boeing restarted their plane, the 737 MAX, as far as production goes. They've also had a big week of layoffs. Earlier in the week, we're talking layoffs. Later in the week, we're talking 737 MAX coming back online. I, there's no other way than to say that's slightly positive. Um, they're going to sell those planes. It's, therefore, it's expected that they're going to get their certification back on that plane. Or are they just really, really stupid making a plane that may have to never fly in the air again? Probably not that, right? Bank of America's CEO, Brian Monan, the very attractive, the very banker-esque looking banker. Uh, no, he doesn't have a top hat and a, a long mustache. He's, he's toyed with his mustache saying, hmm, it certainly looks like the economy's gotten a bottoming pattern. So he says the, the economy's got a bottoming pattern. How does he know? A lot of Americans have bank accounts at Bank of America. And I can tell you my bottoming has happened. I know you're saying, please don't talk about your bottom on the air because you will be suspended and we want your show to stick around. Um, the revenue that I was spending in my life went lower, lower, and lower for three months. And then now in the fourth month, it's ticked back up to some growth. So he's probably seen my bank statements, right? Initial claims for the week ending May 23rd decreased by 323,000 to 2.1 million. Um, but the continuing claims dropped. And for some reason, that's going to get, that's got people happy. Um, we are going into an election. It is going to be a race to the end of the year. S&P 500 is getting a little bit stronger as the day goes on, up four-tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ up one-half a percent after being up one-third of a percent for most of it. Popeye says U.S. sales are making a massive comeback up 40% year over year. It's the dang chicken sandwich. That's all I know. It's, it's the chicken sandwich. Um, a child care facility has opened up 70% of its schools. A big part of us getting back to work is being able to put our kids in child care. A lot of Americans count on it. It's a way of life. Whether you're a single father, single mother, or a working family together, I don't know. I can tell you, to make ends meet, people feel like what once was a one-job income household is usually two now. So the learning experience opens up 70% of its schools across the nation. That's a big part. Will schools adopt that as well? Oh, I don't know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Southwest Airlines has extended published flight schedule from October 31 through January 4, 2021. Getting back to business. Noting it's going to you shut down a lot faster than you pick back up. And that's why it's interesting to me today that seeing Jim Cramer say that on air. Oh, did you see the fight yesterday on on, on CNBC? It was pretty fantastic. Um, Joe Kernan got called out for being the president's friend, i.e. Trump will allow Joe Kernan from CNBC to interview him. 
and he got called out and he got, they, they got into a fight with each other. Like one guy was talking about the death and the lack of, uh, protective gear. The other guy was talking about the death of the economy and they got snarky with each other in the last two minutes. And you're like, Ooh, I bet the break room today is going to be tense, but there's probably no break room. Right. Um, and it was literally journalists against journalists, like going at each other on CNBC, which does that have a Trump bias or is money new? I don't know. I, I don't watch enough CNBC to tell you if it's political. And some people are like, of course, it's political. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Monster Beverage Target raised to $77 at Stifle. Again, I throw that out there. Um, sales in the United States down 70%. Here, people aren't going to work. Uh, they're not juicing up on the caffeine. They're not going to convenience stores as much. Uh, one of the funniest things I told yesterday was a friend of mine. She, Her daughter, finally, she caved in the letter daughter, who's like a teenager, get DoorDash. And uh, the kid gets food from 7-Eleven delivered to her house. I'm like, oh, really? 7-Eleven food? Taquitos? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Boeing's getting a nice bump today, up five bucks on news that they're firing up their 737 MAX factory in Washington State. The 737 program will gradually ramp up production throughout the year. Production ceased back in January 2020. This is a company that ran into a disaster. Two of them. Two planes went down, and it was traced back to the pilots not using the software correctly or the software didn't work correctly. Or maybe there was a safety feature that wasn't explained correctly and that cost money or something like that. One day we'll all be watching HBO and there'll be a drama that wins best drama of the year for what happened to the 737 Max. And then it's COVID and airlines suddenly can say, I can't afford this. You keep them because I'm not even flying the planes I got. Um, then oil drops in price and they're not there to enjoy the, the drop of oil price where airlines would be like, woo! oil's ten dollars we'll fly anywhere and everyone's like Woo, flights are almost free like no they didn't get they didn't catch any breaks so for them to open up that's a nice thing but yesterday they also said they're letting go 6700 employees the layoff is broader than expected and believe it or not wall street tends to like that because the cost of business is highest on labor especially in businesses that have unions. Um, I'm neither pro-union or anti-union on the show. I just tell you to call it the way I see it. Unions tend to get most for their employees that they can. Uh, and when you put that into a publicly traded company, it's not as attractive. Tesla is so attractive to so many investors. And one of the reasons that they don't even know about it is their cost of labor is cheaper than the old way of doing business with Ford or General Motors and the unions. So if you're pro-union, you can't like Elon Musk. Well, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't like, but you get the idea. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, We're having a great run on Wall Street. 
one of the reasons we're having a great run is low cost of money and the amount of economic stimulus coming out of this. And maybe things didn't get shut down as long as we were thinking. NHL's talked about how they're going to come back. The NFL's acting as if everything's going to be business as usual until it's not. Will we have people in stadiums in the fall? I don't know. I'm seeing upgrades that feel more normal. Um, an analyst at JP Morgan upgraded Apple's price target at $365 from $350 saying, hey, the iPhone SE, strong value positioning, addressing opportunities in emerging markets like India. Um, there is not one mention, maybe a little bit in supply chain about COVID. It feels a little bit no- more normal for me to talk about this. Um Citigroup stock is acting. It's a leader right now. Bank of America, Discover Financial Services up 10%. Goldman Sachs yesterday up 5%. People are starting to look for value in the market. And we talked about that this week, a little sector rotation going on. Sector rotation, not a bad thing. Um, It can keep a bull market going sideways or a bear market going sideways. And it can give you an opportunity to sell some winners or, or buy some losers. I don't want to say buy some losers because that's for white. To buy some of your favorite things at a discount or not at a 52-week high. And that could be indexes. It could be stocks. It could be a lot of things. China has reopened Disneyland in China. And get this. There's a three-foot distance guideline. No more than 20,000 people. Well, they're seeing about 20,000 people a day in the park. Um, the, the word excited by the CEO of Disney is helpful and constructive, saying, I'm excited about potentially hosting the NBA. Cruise business is going to be the last thing to come online, they say, but China has opened back up their Disneyland, Disney World. You will hear a canary in the coal mine that says the next shoe's falling on Wall Street if you see China shut down that uh, theme park. If you see... Disney say, you know what, this just isn't going the way we want it to. Uh, they have plans now to open up in Florida. And soon California is going to follow right after that, I would imagine, if things go well. They are resuming new ticket sales and hotel reservations. Um, now is an interesting time to plan a vacation, right? Beyond Meat is in the news with China, and a story that I didn't think would ever get politicized, did it? Plant-based meat producer Beyond Meat trading lower yesterday on the news um, on a big up day that their expansion in China is running into some issues. Beyond Meat signed an agreement with Starbucks to supply its plant-based meat products in restaurants in China. Their ultimate goal is to set up a production facility in China. But as tensions have flared up between President Trump's administration and China, a lot of that can be put on hold. Um, China and the United States are very, how shall we say, price sensitive on each other's goods. So is there any price gouging going on? This affects companies like Tyson Foods, JBS, Cargill, National Beef Processing, Um And one thing that we've seen recently is lower beef prices equals competitive threat to Beyond Meat's plant-based products. So let me throw that out there a little bit more. When 
gasoline is cheaper, when oil is cheaper, I'm more likely to buy a gas-powered vehicle than an electric vehicle. So when real beef prices get cheaper and cheaper, making the plant-based products don't get cheaper and cheaper, I'm going to be like, well, maybe I'll go for premium ground beef um, and not do the switch. We are price sensitive, and that's that's another thing that goes into the elections this year. Presidents tend to win uh, and stay in power if the economy is doing okay. It's going to be interesting to note the White House said we're not giving any economic data out this summer, but in the fall, when things are looking much better, like the strongest ever uh, with all the stimulus, it, it's a possibility we'll have the strongest third quarter ever. Will that? get President Trump reelected, or will the handling of COVID linger? I don't know. But Beyond Meat's in trouble right now as far as playing with China. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. So in in case you're still locked in the bunker waiting to come out. This is a band called the Bleachers, and they did something kind of cute during COVID 2019. They sold Bleacher Crew merchandise, and they said, all the money that we make off this that we send to you will go to our crew, our road crew that typically travels with us that they can't travel. Am I proud of them? No. Do I think it solves all problems? No. Do I think it's a pat on the head to people who are blue-collar? and who don't necessarily qualify for COVID relief. Um, I, I get it. It's it's nice to see humanity. So, I don't know. It's, and it's just a T-shirt. So, did I order an extra T-shirt? Maybe. We are getting asked left and right for money, aren't we? It's Is it annoying you yet? Is it something you feel compassionate about? Is it something you're... Like, you, you can hear commercials on this station. You can what, turn on TV and see just pleas for, like, hey, support this cause or support that cause. Um, and then you look, you turn on the TV and you see the Small Business Administration, Small Business Administration, consulting with the Treasury Department. Uh, Treasury Department setting aside $10 billion for round two of the Paycheck Protection Program to be lent exclusively by community developments. Um, I think we're going to get a rescue, a restaurant rescue bailout package this summer. I don't know. Technically, we're in summer, right? I'm allowed to say that. So I can come any day. Um, but that's the stuff I'm hearing that makes people the saddest. Like, there's a restaurant that in San Mateo County, back in the World Fair, had set up uh, the World Fair and set up little Russian tea houses or tea houses. Or there's some sort of crazy cool story tied towards it. The guy's daughter really liked the tea house, so he put it on a barge from San Francisco Bay, and he barged it all the way down to San Mateo County. The guy sets it up on San Mateo County. A couple hundred years later, or 50 years later, it turns into a restaurant. They're shutting down. They make money on selling alcohol, and when people are staying in their homes and not eating expensive steaks. and not So there, I think there will be something tied towards restaurants, more stimulus. Yesterday we talked about the European zone doing more stimulus. Um, Lindsey Graham, not Lindsey Graham. Um, oh, I'm dropping the name right now. Said 
yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, it looks like we're going to have some, looks like there's going to be another round of stimulus. The Federal Reserve last Sunday. Let me see if I got that right. It was two Sundays ago. Jerome Powell said, yeah, we got more ammo. We got more things that we can do. We're here for you. We're not going to let this turn into people jumping out of buildings. Or, or will they? <laughs> I don't know. Some of the things I'm seeing in the media, maybe we have jumped out of buildings and we didn't even know it. 800-516-1220, the Dow Jones Transport Average is an industry area that I watch really closely. It's growth sensitive. When you see airlines move higher, when you see train companies move higher, delivery companies, people that transport things for a living, truckers, um, I want to see the economic activity. And if I, if I believe in what I talk, and I try to, if I see the Dow transports moving higher, let's say for the whole month of May, I'm thinking if Wall Street's discounting mechanism, let's go June, July, August, September, October, November, six months from now, election, people are expected the economy to be moving if the transports are moving six months previous to it. Again, I'm trying to give you some of the things that I just I do that are routine that maybe I'll have to question in the future, but I still do them. Airlines are getting a little bit of slack today because they had such a good run this week. Avis budget rental car. Now that Hertz is going bankrupt, does that benefit Avis? Does it does it intrigue you enough? Not me. There's, there has to be a reason to like a stock. One of the things I say on a pretty regular basis is you should have five reasons why you want to like a stock and five reasons why are typically the same reasons that you don't like a stock. Um, Apple really wasn't addressing the cheaper phone, and they were giving the whole market away essentially to Google and Samsung. And uh, eh, kind of, you know, do you get the heebie-jeebies or not? I guess is the way of throwing that down. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Um, I told a story once or twice last year on air that I want to bring up real quick because I just got a reminder of it. A friend of mine is a police officer in San Leandro. Great guy, nice guy. A little bit annoying when it comes to trying to look at the stock market as a game, but I get it. You know, I think we probably all have assumptions of what I do, and I have assumptions of what you do. But last year, I was coming home from television, and I'm driving on the Embarcadero, and I'm at a stoplight and listening to some radio. Someone knocks on my window. He's like, hey, buddy, you hit me. I'm like, I didn't hit you. And um, instantly, I got tense because one of the big scams that you hear about on television is someone rear-ends you, gets you out of your car, then someone else steals your car um so i'm like okay i'm a little hesitant i'm like i didn't hit you 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 look great <laughs> and he goes no no you hit me and i was like do you want me to pull over i'll pull over like you know let's call the police and he's like no um no and i took video of him bicycling away because it didn't feel right um there was no damage to my car. There was no damage to his bike. There was no damage to him. He was able to bike away. I got a video of it. I was like, that should be an end of the story. 30 days later, I get a call from the police officer that he got hurt and went to 
uh, the hospital and he wants me to pay his his bills and suing me for damage. But he has to get the police report to kind of like get that going. And I gave my side of the story and he gave his side of the story. And I was like, he said, I left the scene, but I, it was a hit and run. And I said, well, I have a video of you bicycling away from the scene. And actually I recorded part of our conversation in large part because we were talking for two or three minutes at a stoplight and it just felt wrong. Um, and it all went away because I, I videotaped him bicycling away. If what was likely to happen was he was trying to shake me down for money. He was going to take me to court. Um, police officer noted that he was in fine shape. Uh, why did it take him a couple days to report it kind of thing? Why did it take him a couple days to realize I get a couple days to hospital. I'm not saying if someone is not allowed to have like, a neck strain that doesn't get better and goes to the hospital. But part of your financial future is insurance. And I do have insurance and I called my insurance company and I have good insurance and I've got a great relationship. And, you know, when they called him to try to make a claim, when they called my insurance company to try to make a claim, they're like, he has video of your, your client driving away. We're not doing this. Um, he didn't leave the scene. Like there's just, there's none of that. Um, insurance is super important. It's part of your financial future. And the fact that they, at some point his attorney called me and I got so pissed off. I'm like, I, I was red in the face. I'm like, I've already been through this with the police. I've already been through with my insurance company. Leave me alone. If they want to pay you, they can pay you. That's why I pay them. And, uh, they, they said, nope. And the police officer said, nope. Um, but insurance is super important to have. And it's, it's, again, the phrase that I want to throw out there that pays is insure what you can't afford to lose. Uh, when I was 20, I had great health. I still one night while I was jogging, busted my knee and I didn't know if I needed stitches or if I could just have a nasty scar and I didn't have health insurance. My dad was a little bit crazy and like he kicked me off the health insurance and we didn't have a good relationship and my didn't have an employer that was offering it uh, to a part-time guy in college. Um, long story short, like you insure what you can't afford to lose. Now that I'm over 50, I'm like, I might get cancer. I might have a heart attack. Heart attack ain't cheap. Um, you insure what you can't afford to lose. If you have a home, you insure it. Now, like with a, a car, whether you get collision or not, Many years I drove around in my 20s where if I caused a car accident, my car company would set, my insurance company would have you know, told me to bugger off. Go away. You caused the accident. We'll pay for them, but we're not paying for you. And that was the way I saved money. I was underinsured. But I didn't drive drunk. I didn't take extra risks. I had a overconfidence that I was a good driver. I didn't get into an accident, thank goodness. But I also had a cheap card that I didn't think was worth insuring. I'm not asking you to change your insurance because of me. I do think you should look at your insurance. And um, if you own a home that has, if you own a home that you bought 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years ago, you should look at your insurance because it's probably underinsured. Um, when you get home insurance, uh, you're getting structure and how much it costs to rebuild. And if you have a good insurance company, they'll throw in like, we'll do 125% of your coverage. Just in case the contractor comes back and he's kind of jacking you a little bit. Um, but if you're insuring on 1980s lumber prices, it's time to relook at that. 
if you're insuring under the you know uh, contractor's cost of two thousand, you need to up your insurance. So insurance is super important. Today we talked a little bit about some of the rules of Wall Street, but we also talked about insurance and how important it is to you know get a standard, um, keep that up, look at your credit cards. A lot of deals right now because we're not traveling. So if you have a travel card, they're probably overcompensating you with points if you use it at a grocery store. Uh, because you're not using it at restaurants, but you got it for the restaurants. And oh, long story short, you get where I'm going out with this. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. That's how you get financially educated. Listen to this show. Pass it on. Listen to CFP Chad Burton, Monday through Fridays at 6 o'clock here on AM 1220 KDOW. Get my podcast at Rob Black Show. Get Chad's podcast at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the kdow radio app i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing more delta is offering employees buyouts early retirements as coronavirus hurts travel demand um so airlines are trying to say hey here's a buyout here's an early retirement we're not firing you but we're, we have to thin this herd of of our most expensive lib- uh, cost labor it's, you know, a plane is cheap compared to a $15 an hour employee. Weird, right? So think about it that way. Um, more automation. More jobs going to leave America that will never come back. They'll be replaced with more automation. It's just the way I'm saying it. I could be wrong. Let's hope I'm wrong. Who cares if I'm right, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The numbers are still staggering. And yet, the markets say, ah. Oh, you know what was kind of interesting? I don't know if you feel good or bad about the story. And I'm not going to make too much of it. But um, Pearl Icon losing over $2 billion as Hertz goes bankrupt. Now, again, Hertz, I don't want to get too romantic with you, but I think that one hurts a little bit. That one stinks. We all knew Hertz. Wasn't that the O.J. Simpson commercial in the 90s or maybe even the 80s where he's running through the uh, airport and he had to get to his rental car? Isn't that iconic enough that we should do whatever we can to save it? (laughs) Or am I being silly? I'm being silly, right? So if people are losing jobs at airports, people are going to be losing jobs at rental cars. But the billionaire, and the reason I brought up Carl Icahn is because I kind of want to do the comparison to Donald Trump in a way. If you've ever been to New York City, New York City is filled with very confident, um, I don't want to say braggers about their success and how they get their success. We don't even care about. We're just like, why are you talking about your work so much? So for him to lose $2 billion, and he got into a big fight with Ackman a couple of years ago, um, tied towards whether a company was um, a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme or not. I won't even bring up the name of the company because it kind of, I don't want to drag anyone into that. But two billionaires were fighting one wanted the stock to go to zero and one wanted the stock to go to a million. And they would fight with each other to the point that if one got on CNBC, the other called up CNBC and said, I want to come on right after him. <clears throat> one would show reports of how bad the company are, 100-page reports. Um, it's just interesting to me that you know we are starting to hear of, again, unless we know what Buffett did after the fact of selling out of the airlines, he made a mistake. A, a you know, billion dollars is a mistake. 
a bigger one than a little one, more billion than less billion. I don't want you to get too caught up in how smart other people are. You need to have your own set of rules that you feel very, very comfortable with. Down the road, I'm uncomfortable with a couple things. I don't, as we continue to lay off people, the unemployment rates are going to go higher. I think that's a headline risk. It may not be an economic risk. It's a headline risk. I think longer-term unemployment is a headline risk that has a lot of reality in it, tied towards financial implications for the banks. <clears throat> if you don't have a job, you eventually don't pay your mortgage. If you don't have a job, you eventually don't pay your rent. If you don't pay your rent, your landlord eventually says, uh, you have to leave. Things get caught up in the court. Like it's, it's, it's expensive not to work. It starts to add up. 800-516-1220. Something I did last week, which was kind of out of character for me, because it's it's mid-month, and what I did was I was looking at credit card perks. It's fascinating to me to see how the travel cards, you're not traveling, so what are they going to do? They're now saying, well, instead of giving you one point for groceries, we're going to give you five points for every dollar you spend. Um, Hilton Honors, American Express, the Aspire card, they have a $450 a year fee, but man, it's loaded. You get a free hotel room, and then they upped it to 200 uh, purchases at restaurants in the United States now count as your resort fee because they give you a $250 resort fee every year. They're getting a little, they're responding to you. And they know that you're not flying, so they're saying, okay, what are they doing? They're going to grocery stores. Oh, I did my budget yesterday. I just I was playing around, tinkering around. Again, my credit cards were going lower, 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 lower. And now I've started to see my categories of restaurants going lower, 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 lower. Travel going lower, 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 lower. Gas going to work, lower, 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 lower. Parking, lower, lower, lower. Groceries, higher, higher, higher. I was like, whoa. I'm actually spending what I used to spend in, not in restaurants, half of what I spent in restaurants, quarter of what I spent in restaurants, but it's a category that's growing. It seems like every other charge is a grocery store. I know you're saying, Rob, you're gaining weight. I'm actually losing weight. I'm down 12 pounds. So remember those, those dumb things that you, you keep hearing stories about, like, uh, if you just cook one meal at home, it does add up. Um, I haven't, I can't even think of the last time I went into a coffee store or wanted to go into a coffee store. Um, but they're not getting my money. Like restaurants aren't, but so I appreciate when a card says, we're going to give you a big fat bonus in what you're actually spending on. Um, somehow my significant other, my spouse, my sugar bugger, um, switched our Amazon credit card. She hasn't ordered a lot. She's not out of control, but we have a dog that is high maintenance, high love, high appreciation, high everything. And she, she got a lot of dog treats because everyone's home with the dog a lot more now. Um, but she switched credit cards from the one that paid 5% back on groceries <clears throat> to the one that does 2%. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, so do take a look at things that you can are spending on right now. You're going to get back to work soon, whether you want to or not. I think things are starting to crack open. Take a look at what you're spending now for your own budgetary sanity. 
Um, then take a look at you know the credit cards you're using. There's a lot of great credit card companies out there um, <clears throat> that will you know bankrate.com has a great comparison credit card site and it says like what do you like to spend money on? What do you well, I like to spend leisure on? Bankrate.com does a nice job. Uh, the points guy does a nice job if you're a points person. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.